Because I can control the weather, they call me Storm. Welcome to This Week in Nerd News, your one-stop shop for all the pop culture you may have missed this week. Brought to you by the Black Neural Problems Broadcasting Network. I'm your host, Keith Reed Cleveland. And I am your host, Mikkel Snyder. How you doing? Great. First question, first things first. Have you seen Black Panther yet? I have seen Black Panther. I saw it a couple weeks ago. I cried. Cool. So just off top, we can just say, very good. I cried as well. All the emotions were felt, even without any specter feel and everything. I'm going to watch that movie on repeat once it's on streaming. Cool. I just felt like we had to do our due diligence there as a podcast in this space, right? You're right. You're right. Specifically this podcast, given given the banner, given the, the uh, intro. Yeah, you, you, it was a good call. It was a good call. With that, how are you doing? It's, it's been good. It's getting colder, but you know what cheers me up? You know what warms my heart? I think I have an idea, but go ahead and tell me. It's Mad Libs of news headlines. You know it. You love it. It's the game show where I take actual headlines and ask you questions about them. You ready? We got five rounds. Let's get it. So You wouldn't believe it, but this is Marion Webster's 2022 Word of the Year. You know, what I understand what the answer is going to be, I really respect the work you put into this. I get the pun. I see what you did here, but you wouldn't believe it. Okay, so I know this because I'm a word person. I work in words and content and everything. So this is like with all of my news feed and my group chats, ironically. That's how nerdy I am, folks. But the word from Mer- Merriam-Webster's word of the year this year, because dictionaries each have their own, is gaslighting. Which is why I pointed out that you wouldn't believe it, pun here. Yeah, yeah. I was I was very proud. I beta tested this with someone earlier today, and I got yelled at for being too clever. No. Well, actually, no, you would have been if I didn't know. Yeah, I would have been sitting here like, what? But thankfully, I'm in the space where I know what the word of the year was. So, all right. One for, one for, is it one for one? I think that's, yeah. Yeah. All right. Question two. Deadline reports that the telenovela Jane the Virgin is getting a remake in this country in the southern side of the globe. Uh, hint, it is not in any of the countries in South America. Okay, um, southern half of the world. I mean, is it just somewhere, should I just like throw a dart at somewhere in the southern half of Africa? It, yeah, actually, yeah. Okay, can I just, I'll just go ahead and South Africa at this point. That's correct! Hey! I don't know why, but that that is that is what Deadline reported. So from the website Make Use Of, uh, they reported that there is a piece of communication technology making a comeback in Philadelphia thanks to Linux and specialized hardware. I will give you a hint. I'll give you a hint because I've been giving hints for the other ones, but uh, Clark Kent would be appreciated of it. Are they bringing back phone booths? Pay phones, but, you know, same basic idea. Right, but Why? I think people are just, like, having, like, stable infrastructure and not one that is dependent on a very temporal battery life. Okay. Uh, CNN reports that Pepsi is launching a campaign encouraging customers to mix milk into the soda, and then they have a very special celebrity backer. This nonsensical nature of this makes you think that the limit does not exist. Like, huh? What's the purpose of this? Is this one of those true-false things? No, no, this this is this is an actual thing that they're doing, and there's a celebrity backer for, for Pilk. Pelksy. That's is that what it's called, or you just made that up? Please no, no, that. that's what the internet called it when I was when I was reading <sighs> some tweets. <laughs> oh no, okay. Anyway, um yeah, I'm not gonna this makes no sense whatsoever at all. I'm gonna just randomly say a celebrity. Uh no, 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 no. Mm. the the limit does not exist. I know where you're going with that, but my brain's broken, so I'm blanking. That, 
that's fine. Um, um, twins. Herbie. I can't give you any more if I just played it with saying it. Um, yeah, I'm genuine. Uh, so wait, clue. Yeah, I'm not gonna get this one. I'm. I got. I got two. I'm two for two for, so far. Two and a half for free, but who, who's counting? Are you sure? Okay, g- g- give me your best guess. Give me your best guess. Okay, so the hints on this one were Furbies, twins. No, Herbie. And- Herbie. 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 Uh, Lindsay Lohan. That's correct. Okay, so that threw me off. I'm like, what does Furbies have to do with? Tw-? Okay, cool. There we go. Thank you. <laughs> I really thought the limit does not exist was gonna be the the, the guy. What's that from again? What's that from again? Mean Girls. Yeah, see, that's a movie that I've seen like twice. Oh, oh I've seen it. I mean, I great greatly appreciate it, but I've seen it twice. Yeah, no, like the the final the final big confrontation is like they're at the mathalon and sort of like. Mm-hmm. Oh wait, no, this is a trick question. The limit. Yeah. Anyways. Thank you for the recap. Sorry, y'all. I know I'm going to lose my like movie person card after that, but it's all right. I'll get it back. Anyways, one more. This is a streaming war shenanigan. Um, what popular 2021 anime franchise is going to be streaming exclusively on Disney Plus with the decent likelihood that it's actually going to be in Hulu in the U.S. when the time comes? Is, is, are we talking about Doctor Who here? No, this is an anime. This is a Oh, anime. oh. My bad, 2021 anime. Yee, this is... Mm, okay. Um, franchise is going to be streamed exclusively on Disney+. Plus Because I've heard their name attached to a bunch of random anime. I don't know if anything actually went through. Uh, yeah, I'm blank on this one too, man. Sorry. I don't know I don't know if you were one of the ones in the Discord who was watching it with us. I don't think so. The, the answer is Tokyo Revengers. Oh, I did see that the other day. Why? Why on Disney? Yes. I mean, I guess they have the infrastructure in I, place where they can reach more people. And I don't know. Why sense. did Disney buy Bleach? Like, Yeah, this is this is going to be weird. I mean, I'm glad to see everyone trying to get their business for anime content right now, but this is getting weird. It's just, I don't. I... Tokyo Revengers on Disney+. Plus. Okay, yeah, but you would make more, yeah, Hulu makes way more sense, at least this way, but yeah. The fact that Disney's going to be associated with anime in other countries is interesting to think about. I mean, they're they're already those those are precedents for it, right? Like, think of all of the Marvel anime properties that like briefly spread up in like the mid two thousands. You're right. Yeah. Okay. So the groundwork's there. Yeah. Like, it's not it's not too far away. It's a little weird that like Tokyo Revengers, which is which is not a a pleasant anime. No, not, it doesn't fit the Disney brand. They fight a lot. I mean, Revengers is in the name. Uh, you did good though. You did good. You you got most of them right, and like this this was a this was a little bit of a of a different pace. So, uh, good job. Yeah, I have some good assistance as well, but thank you very much. I'm proud. You know, after after a lot of nitpicky true falses, it was time to time to change things up for for the for the rest of the season. So, very very true. <laughs> but all right, yeah, I feel pretty good with that. Let's take a break and build off that momentum to our big ticket item. And we're back, as we've talked about a few times on this podcast as of late. There's been a lot of news and shakeups happening in the DC Universe when it comes to just restructuring and Warner Brothers and the merger and all that stuff. And we have more of that news today. 
we now have confirmation officially from James Gunn, who we talked about as co-CEO of DC Studios. He's confirmed that some DC video games will be a part of the larger DC extended universe in the future going forward, which can mean a lot of things as far as different stories being told and tie-ins and all that, opportunities for more stories and all that good things. And next up, when it comes to more news as well, it was announced this past week that DC Studios is actually close to closing a deal where they're able to have animated series on Amazon on as well as having on HBO Max so that's not going anywhere at least in totality but they describe doing that in the sense of having different content on different platforms was not all in one place which is I think is interesting for a number of reasons but before I get into my thoughts on this Mikhail what did this news mean to you you think oh boy oh boy um let me stop uh, so James Gunn tweeted out a picture of, of Kingdom Come uh, when talking about like all of the plans that uh, he's currently like working on in the background, and uh, I got a, I got I got like stress like built up in my body seeing a Kingdom Come panel because uh, the first thought was like, don't you dare try to do a Kingdom Come adaptation. <laughs> Like, we haven't earned anywhere near that at all. Like, good God, why? Why that one? Why that? Like, choose any other picture to make me less stressed out, y'all. Come on. Um, when was the last time you read Kingdom Come? Oh, um, yeah, the last time that I read it was, like, my deep, deep comic st- stage. And that was probably, like, ooh, I'd say, like, 2015 or so? Yeah, so I, I, I reread it, like, in, like, 2017 because I was doing some related thing and I was just sort of like well I wonder how like it is a phenomenal story but also it's a phenomenal story that requires us to like like the characters and understand like the characters and um, that picture just stresses me out because we're not there with the DC live action yeah it's a lot of opportunity potential there for sure that said it is it is generally a good thing that there is a person trying to take home and trying to direct all of the action um the blue beetle blue beetle poster uh just dropped uh yesterday today sometime relatively recently and it looks great and i'm excited for that uh so like that that's exciting um I don't know why we want any video game tie-ins with movies, because, like, that's not exactly the most promising uh, mixture of, of medias. That's definitely something I thought about, too. So, like, in my mind, when it comes to video game aspect, there are pros and cons like there are with anything else. The pros of there being, like, cool, maybe, like, there are some stories that we haven't gotten in movies yet that you can still get to experience in a video game, which they might be more inclined for, right? Because you can't make everything into a movie and everything. The other side of that being, I feel like this gets DC a little bit closer to that spot that Marvel is also trying to avoid being in, where you're giving your general audience, not the diehard fans that watch everything, you're giving them homework just to be able to understand the comprehend the content right we're like with marvel having like all these many 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 shows that are each in many cases good in their own right sometimes the movies might be at a risk of taking things from being easter eggs for people who watch those shows to more so being things that are like oh no you don't even understand what's happening here if you haven't watched that show right so i feel like the video thing is a risk of doing that but hopefully it's something to keep in mind they can avoid altogether so so I, I have I have several several more points to that, but first, do you do you remember Agents of Shield? Do you remember having to watch Agents of Shield with all of Phase One? Um, yes, and I remember um, when Agents of Shield took a turn and went from being like a man show to like, oh, you're doing a thing here, show, and then it got bad again. But still, I mean, that, that's what happens when you have a long running TV series that has to run parallel with one of the biggest movie franchises in in history. <laughs> 
Exactly, and those characters never get brought into the movies. And like, but that's a different digression. I'm so, not going to so, get into that. I just, I just, when you said like homework, I immediately it's like, you remember those days when they mm-hmm. were trying to do direct tie-ins immediately and trying to stage plot points. It's like, yes, like the we, week when a soldier dropped is when all of a sudden yeah. the whole show just changed. I'm like, what in the world happened? Yeah, so uh, we're not there anymore, thankfully. Um, the other yes. thing though is that video games take a lot longer to make now. <laughs> Yeah. So, like, this just seems like a logistical nightmare for everyone involved to try to coordinate anything within video game timeline and film development timeline. Um, mm-hmm. So, like, there's that. Um, I I need to see, like, something new from this, like, ownership of, of, the, of the creative helm before I can really pass any judgment. That being said, that. Uh, more animated DC, generally a good thing. I would be yes. okay if they don't make anything like The Boys or Invincible because we already have those and those are mm-hmm. separate things. And I just, I just, I just want one where like Superman just does good things and like <laughs> saves puppies from tree. Like, just give me that. That's all I want. I just want, I just want a good wholesome Superman. And I just, it's right there. It's right there. Oh, it's right there. That definitely still needs to happen. But why not both? You know, like, and you definitely read my mind here because the first thought I had here was. Like, well, they already have a whole streaming platform that people use, but outside of, like, market share purposes, like, what's the real purpose of doing this from, like, a storytelling aspect? And I figure, like, maybe they're going to have different tones for content that's animated, that's on HBO Max or whatever it's called at that point in the future, versus being on Amazon Prime, right? And, like, when you think about Amazon Prime and animation, you think about shows like The Boys and Invincible that have a lot more gravitas and that's not very lead here, a lot more violence and action and all that stuff, right? So, like, my thinking was maybe what they're going to do is make some DC shows shows that like are more in that vein specifically for amazon prime's audience because they're already geared towards that and trained for it, essentially and then save the other stuff for hbo max but we'll see what that balance is like if that's even the way that they go in that direction okay, or anything. Wait, no, you, you made a point if they're going to go for darker and edgy, edgy or dc content that means we can get young justice back so i'm, I'm actually oh. fine with this give me young justice season five please and thank you Yes, absolutely. We need that and so many more things. There's so much potential there because I was even thinking too about like, what are some cool stories that I don't think will be there could be a movie, but I think it would be better served as video games, um, including like the War of Jokes and Riddles. And War of Jokes and Riddles is that book, for those who haven't read it, is a story of where like Batman is in the, caught in the middle of a war between the Joker and the Riddler. And we're talking like the New Age Riddler that's like really, really cool and like this is weird stylistic choice, but it's still cool that he has like a question mark scar in his chest and he like walks around with his suit and no shirt. You can see it and everything and it's super dope. It was that Riddler in a war over Gotham with Joker and they each inherited or not inherited. They each recruited various villains for their own cause and stuff, right? That's great. And I think that will be great as an animated film and or as a video game at this point. You know, honestly, if they do an adaption of the bulk of Scott Snyder's and Tom King's comic runs as like animated series, that could be that could be really phenomenal. Because you are right; those those don't fall in the traditional line of what DC animated usually does. Yeah, and there's a lot of stuff out there too, for sure. Like honestly, I think we can get another Batman Beyond show. I would love that too. I just I don't I don't need a DC Invincible because we we have Invincible. Right. Yes, I don't want Invincible to like somehow not get enough engagement with viewers as a result of this. Like Invincible deserves all of the praise it gets and all the attention. Keep that train going. And like I think I think with those two in particular, right? Those are dealing with like what if Superman was like dark and gritty yes. and like particularly and Or evil. 
or evil, just straight up in the case of the boys, <laughs> yes. Um, so, like, I don't, I don't need what if Superman was evil. I need what if Superman was, like, a journalist who investigated, like, political corruption and then also happened to be Superman. Yeah, and, like, that could be the opportunity where DC can solve one of his other, what in my opinion is at least, ongoing issues, where they try and do things with characters that haven't connected the way they have, the moments they haven't earned, right? Like, the like you, that's largely because of writing, sometimes because of performances and all that stuff, but I'll say more so because of the direction of the content, where, like, they try and go for these big swings to make these things impact you on an emotional level with characters we don't know. Like, for example, like, they're, like, ben, like Batfleck, right? Like, we, in, we met him at, like, the end of his tenure as Batman, so, like, a lot of that connection and backstory was meant to be implied at that point, and, like, it didn't quite resonate, you know? So, like, animated shows or video games can be another opportunity for them to just fill that back, back catalog of people who want it and it's there so that when those moments can have payoff later on in movies it makes sense so i think i think you and i have gone on the record many many times as being huge fans of dc and i think yes. the, the consensus that you and i both are at with this news uh is very much sort of like cautious optimism which is yes which is a phrase that we've used you so much so much yes, during it- our tenure here <laughs> Yeah, if we had honestly, if there are people out there that are down for this week in Nerdless Drinking Game, that would probably be top of the list. That's that's how you give our audience alcohol poisoning, Keith. But yeah, we'll we'll see. Uh, the Blue Beetle poster again; it looks really good, and I'm really excited to have a, a Blue Beetle uh, thing. So, oh wait, we're, we're probably get Static Shock too. <gasps> could you imagine a Static Shock video game? Yeah, yeah, I could. Yeah, and it's amazing. Okay, see, see, now I'm over here fan casting and all that stuff, and that's dangerous. Because I'm going to get inve- overly we, invested. We just need to pivot into podcasting, into positions of power, where we can just greenlight the media that we know would do well. Um, yes, because like, their audience is there. Go ahead and do that. We're right here, right. DC. We're right here. And then on that note, uh, we're going to pivot to close the episode before padded in, not padded in, and lightning round. Well, there is just so much news and so many tangents that we need to have a bulleted list of things that we want to make sure you know about going into the rest of your week. So, here we go. For some reason, we're getting a direct sequel series to That 70s Show called That 90s Show on Netflix. So, thank you, Netflix, for making me fully cognizant of the progression of time yet again. Uh... HBO Max reminding us that they are indeed capable of making good decisions sometimes as Southside uh, released its season 3 trailer, which is very exciting. Speaking of season 3s, Mandalorian is going to be gracing our screen sooner rather than later as the official Twitter shared a still with our current favorite father-adoptive-son duo with the date of March 1st. Very exciting. Quinta Brunson of Abbott Elementary fame currently was named Person of the Year by People Magazine. Props to her. Abbott is probably my favorite show on television right now. It's definitely up there. It's really good. It's really funny. It's really wholesome. And I think the next show is going to be your favorite show on television. Oh, no. I think my favorite show on television right now is is Gundam Witch from Mercury, but we can discuss that during the anime episode next week. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Sounds good. Anyways, uh, the end of the lightning round, uh, Ben Levin, one of the writers of Craig of the Creek, tweeted a bittersweet photo that showed the writer's room after they finished the final episode of the beloved animated series. I'm glad they got to plan it out and give it hopefully what will be a very good ending, but that, that one hurts. That should have gone on forever. But I'm glad, like I said, I'm glad to get to have an ending. 
that was This Week in Nerd News. Tune in next week for more pop culture. I'm your host, Mikkel Snyder. And I'm your host, Keith Wee Cleveland. And please remember to like, comment, and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. We'll catch you next week. See ya.